this episode of Damn It is going to include some language that may not be suitable for everybody. So if you're any one of my relatives or family members that I've listened to it, I'm sorry, but I am talking about real world things. So continue listening. Listener discretion is advised, right? I guess I could say it because I can't say viewer discretion is advised because you're not working. You're not watching this. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the show. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches want to be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hello, welcome to Damn It. This is David Montague. This is the week of November 13th, 2017. It is cold as hell in Connecticut, and I'm tired of it. I only have my windbreaker because no one was expecting it to for it to be like this cold this quickly. Like there wasn't a gradual jump. Like one day it was 60, the next it was 30 and 40 and it was ugly and I hate it um, but I'm going home this weekend and I'm really excited because I can get like all my winter stuff really quickly instead of waiting a whole week um, I miss my mom also it's her birthday on November 14th so happy 21st birthday mom um, she got a tattoo to cover up uh, something on her like stomach and I like it and she didn't think that she was gonna get a tattoo but she did um, so I sent her some gift cards and whatnot but I'm um, happy birthday let's see um really quickly it's i'm recording this on sunday as opposed to saturday because i've been working every saturday to try to save money to go see taylor swift when she comes to a tour next summer and i'm gonna sidetrack uh one this is not the taylor swift episode um reputation came out on friday i'm still listening to it and deciphering it that will be all of next week's episode so stick around for the taylor swift spectacular i will be having guests on it's going to be a movie so stay tuned for that um but yeah i've been working so that i can have some holiday money and so that when taylor swift comes out with tour dates like i'm ready like my my wallet is ready and Honestly, like I work at a, a retail establishment that is busy. It's a big box store that's busy during the season and I hate it. Like I truly, I don't hate the job itself. I like talking to the customers. I like saving people money. I hate the people that think that I'm an idiot. And this is going to sound like really, really bad. You know, I'm not even going to say it because I know there are people that are going to be offended by it. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Um, but... The guy that was training me is awful. He's like, I don't even know how old he is. He's been at the store for like 15 years and no one has been there that long. He's like the oldest person there. Uh, he lives in like the town over. I think he goes to uh, what school? Southern Connecticut. So I I don't know. I don't know. He just back, gives me back talk. So somebody was like, hey, uh, I wanted to know about a Kindle. Like, I wanted to see it the Kindles. And I said, okay, sure. Like, mark them up. And I said, uh, I, let me change his name. I said, Tony. Actually, I want to call him Peter because he looks like Peter Griffin. I made that mistake and I called him Peter. 
because he looks like Peter Griffin. So I said, Peter, um, I guess wanted the Kindles, but I don't know what key it was. And he goes, you shouldn't be touching the Kindles. They're locked up for a reason. And I said, okay, thank you. I didn't, I, what? Like, I asked you a question, my guy. Like, I didn't, I just, I needed you to get these for me. I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to touch the Kindles. I feel like if... You know, if I was trained correctly, you know what? I'm not even bitter about it. I only have six weeks of working there. They asked me about if I wanted to work Black Friday and I lied straight to my manager's face. Uh, well, it was over a walkie, so I lied into the walkie. I'm not coming here back on Black Friday. I'm not staying home for a day. Um, I will be back Wednesday. I could probably come back. Like, no, I mean, I'm not working Black Friday. I... Don't I maybe I could work at the Toys R Us back home, but even then, like I it would have to be a nice little quick morning, like midnight shift, because I won't be working uh the actual day because I want to go shopping with my family. Um But yeah, other than that, so like I said, I'm recording this on Sunday. I was busy yesterday working at that retail establishment, but I was noticing that there were a lot of tours. And all the prospective students look so excited. And here comes me walking past them. I was in my University of Tennessee jacket and my ugly ass uh, University of New Haven sweats that I only got because they were on clearance because that um, string that you pull to make it tighter, that's in the back instead of it being in the front. So they were half off. And that's the only reason I got it. <laughs> um, and I just kept looking at these parents and I'm like, please don't send your kids here don't and but it gave me inspiration for the next thing that i'm gonna write like i'm i i like it i like i the idea's been in my head for a minute but um i like it so other than like working retail and that whole like just me being busy thing i had a pretty good week i'm really excited for thanksgiving y'all like i'm excited to go home i miss juliet i miss lawrence i miss my family i miss shelby like also and also you know while no i'm gonna save that to the end but um, so let's just get into the headlines this week. Um, bitches were ratchet, the usual. Uh, but it was kind of slow for pop culture. And it was slow because I think there was there was one thing that happened that I'm gonna talk about at the end. Um, so let's yeah. Uh Eminem dropped a new song on Friday, which was kind of sucky because Taylor Swift released Reputation. And apparently sold 800,000 copies in the first hour and broke iTunes. Okay, but like I said, we'll talk about that next week. I'm taking a sip of my water. Hold on. Oh, that's good. Um, Eminem dropped a new song with Beyonce called Walk on Water. It's I think it's the lead single for his next album called Revival. Uh, still doesn't have a release date yet, but I heard rumors that next Friday it's going to drop. Uh, so let's, you know, get ready for that. And it was interesting. You know, it was very quiet. He had put it on Twitter. Like, we talked about before about how his album and how there was, like, promotion. And he made it look like a drug called Revival. And that's still been, like, hush-hush. So I'm thinking next Friday. By the time I record the next episode, Eminem's album should have dropped. He's also doing SNL next week with Chance the Rapper. So that should be interesting. Um, Lady Gaga is planning her comeback again she finished her joey like she's continuing her joanne world tour and that's pretty much it <laughs> uh the american music awards are next weekend and apparently she's performing a new song called frankenstein which it's november frankenstein okay october like let's go i come on sis 
I don't really care because Joanne really wasn't, I didn't like Joanne. I didn't like a million reasons. I still don't like it. I only like two songs on Joanne and I'm <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Joanne was, that was her latest album where it came out last year. Yeah, it was number one. And then, yeah, sure. All right, Gaga, whatever. You're not going to top the fame monster. And unless it's a collab with Beyonce, you can keep it, to be honest. Uh, Mariah Carey and Niggas With Attitude, also known as NWA, were nominated for the uh, two, 2018 Songwriters Hall of Fame. Others being John Mellencamp, Tracy Chaplin, Alice Cooper, Jimmy Cliff, the Isley Brothers, shout out to you, Grandpa, Cool and the Gang, Alan Jackson, and some more. Um, Jermaine Dupree was also nominated, who had worked with Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey a lot in the past, so that's going to be interesting to see. And the winner will be unveiled on June 18th of 2018, so looking forward to that. Uh, Kanye West apparently uh, has been starting to file trademarks for his new streaming service called Yeezy Sound that'll provide streaming of music, audio, images, video, and other media content over the internet. It uh, The filing includes online chat rooms, bullet electronic bulletin boards, email and instant messaging, and video streaming to include independent films and movies. Now, this is interesting because... Kanye West is famous for, like, saying that he wants to do things and then never releasing them. For example, uh, Hype Williams, who directed a whole bunch of music videos, like famous music videos, Check On It by Beyonce, a couple of Nicki songs. Look him up. You you know Hype Williams. You know his work. He directed a movie for the Yeezus concert tour that was supposed to be released, but that didn't, you know, that wasn't released. Also, Kanye was supposed to be working on a game but that wasn't released either. Um, so this is going to be interesting. I don't know if the movie's going to be on that. But apparently it's gonna, it's meant to rival title. And we I don't think we talked about how like the whole Kanye and title falling out. Kanye was one of the like 16 to 20 artists that was going to release music exclusively on title and one of the biggest things was that the life of pablo was only going to be on title like it wasn't going to be streamed anywhere else uh, i believe that you could have you were the only that was the only place where you could buy it uh physical copies still aren't available it's still only digital only um and then when it was released in february of 2016 that was the only place that you could download it that you could do whatever with it because that was that was it um, and then later in 2016, it was made everywhere. Like he put it on Apple Music, uh, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. So title wasn't the exclusive place for it anymore. And then it came out that he, he did that because Kanye brought in 1.5 million subscribers after saying that it was only going to be streamed on Tidal and Tidal owed Kanye $3 million after he brought those people in, but he never saw the money. <laughs> uh, this is just petty. I don't know. Uh, Kanye, I hope you get your money. I'm still waiting to go see you on tour, but I'm not paying uh, to get floor seats, especially after y'all know that whole levitating thing that he did. No. Mm -mm. And then I think the biggest one, like I said, it was slow this week. It was like some celebrity drama, but the biggest thing I think was Meek Mill and how uh, 
a Philadelphia, a judge in Philly sentenced him to two to four years in jail after violating his parole, um, violating his, what is it, probation? Yeah, violating his probation from 2008. Like, damn. Like, so Meek Mill's going to jail. Like, that's crazy. Um, the judge, apparently, I was reading, a uh, reading, I would... I was reading a little bit about this and just about how like some judge, the judge had asked him, you know, like to hook her up with some tickets or he could do a cover of a song. But the judge said no, but I don't believe that. I mean, a judge like how is a judge going to ask for favors? I think that's really unprofessional if you ask me. But um, she said, I gave you break. I give you break after break. And you basically just thumbed your nose at this court. The judge told Mill. She said Mill's sentence would be served in state prison. Would he would be eligible for state parole supervision after two years? Damn. I'm hoping he doesn't have to go for jail for a minimum of two years. Because that would be missing too much. And he just like came back from that whole Drake situation. Like his album. Winner. Winners and losers or something. Losers and something. So apparently it was really good. And I I don't know. I, I seemed he seemed to be back on his grind after that whole Drake versus Meek situation. Um Mill was arrested twice this year. Oh no, let me go back. Uh the judge ordered Mill immediately taken into custody and he started removing his gold watch and other personal items and handing him to his lawyer lawyer before sheriff deputies escorted him from escorted him from the courtroom. Um before he was sentenced, Mill addressed the judge for 40 minutes pleading for mercy and insisting that his technical probation violations were mistakes. And uh, but the judge had had enough. Mill was arrested twice this year and went into treatment for addiction to the. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't funny. <laughs> the way that they wrote this article, um, he went to he was arrested twice and went into treatment for addiction to the prescription narcotic Percocet. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Um, she had also cited him for his managers for repeatedly scheduling concerts after her August 17th order bearing performances outside of Philly or Montgomery County. One such performance was set for November 4th at Syracuse University in New York that was canceled a week and a half before. Now, see, I had read that because he was when he was on probation, he wasn't supposed to leave Philly, but yet he was at like the American Music Awards or Billboard Music Awards in I think it was Vegas or California or something. Either way, he had left Philly and he wasn't supposed to do that. Um, she gave him at one point uh, to feed homeless people and she went and visited him and that's when he started doing things like he was there two hours before she visited him and he wasn't doing a damn thing before he saw he like told she told him like you know he had to change like he has to do this um yeah wins and losses that's what the album was called there you go yep um Either way, October in October, Meek Mill pleaded guilty in Manhattan to reckless driving charges after he was arrested for doing wheelies and other stunts on a dirt bike on the city streets and then posting a video online. He's such a damn idiot. He performed at like Jimmy Fallon or something. And then after he like did the dirt bike shit in the streets and then they arrested him the same night. Like you talk about it. Either way, people were outraged that he got more than uh, a more sentence than Brock Turner, the rapist from Stanford. Like people were really, really pissed off. And honestly, 
I I'm, I see both sides. Like, he can't be violating parole. He knew what he had to do. Like, shit, it just is what it is. I hope that whole thing with the judge, like, being petty and making, asking him to sing songs for her. And if he didn't, that he would get more time. I hope that's not true because that's just idiotic. But it is what it is, Meek Mill. Um... People vouch for his release, ASAP Ferg, YG, Kevin Hart, Jay-Z, Rick Ross, they all, T.I. had things to say. So, um, yeah, good luck, Meek Mill. And that's it. Uh, yeah, it was slow this week. Like, other than, oh, other than what, other than Taylor Swift, the whole hype behind that, and the story that I'm going to get to later, uh, it was pretty quiet. So, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Welcome back. So I'm excited for this segment because it's the first time I've done it on here. Uh, but I asked you guys to send me some of your worst hookup stories. Now, as I was writing this, I was uh, received a message on an app. And I always get the crazy people asking to message me. And I truly don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I just don't know what it is. I think it, I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of all of all of it. And I think it's just nasty. I think it's just nasty. Like, I, guys are just weird. And that's just it. Especially white guys, too. Like, no offense to white guys, but whatever. So I asked you guys to send me some of your uh, your bad hookup stories. I said I would remain, remain, keep you guys anonymous. So um, let's get started. Okay, the first this comes from, I'm going to call her um, Barbie. She says, the first time I ever gave a blowjob, it was the biggest thing I've ever seen. And I was drunk. And he... He, he tried to make me take it all, but she threw up on it. I, <laughs> that's that's definitely nasty. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, let, the next one comes from, uh, let's call him Mario. He said, one time I hooked up with this girl while I was sick, and I couldn't get it up because my head hurt too bad. Oh, that's bad. But that, <laughs> that's that's bad. Um, who? Okay, the next one comes from uh, who? Let's call her uh, Katie. She said, Swedish guy. He was big and I <laughs> lost a condom in her area. <laughs> now, see, that that's really bad. I wouldn't be able to do that. I could, like, he's that big and you, lo mm -mm. And you lost it in your parts? Uh-uh. Um, next comes from, let's call him um, B-Town. Uh, she she spit my own seed back to me onto my chest because she thought it was funny. That's nasty. How you no mm -mm, no thank you. And then we have two long ones. So I'll start off with um Gossip Girl first. Um, so I went to this guy's apartment. He lived in the Upper East Side, so I thought it was in for something good. I get there, and the place is literally under construction. He tells me that the workers are getting there at eight to keep working on the place. We. Because it didn't even have running water. Uh-uh, no. If you don't have running water, that's a sign to get out. That is a sign to get out. So what How? What are you supposed to drink when you're done? Mm -mm, next. Um. So whatever. We decided to get the show on the road before her other workers got there. He wanted to loosen up. And I was like, okay, cool. Whatever it takes to get you started. Mm -mm, now, see, pause. Weed, I don't mind. But if it's like you need to take Percocet, like what we were talking about with Weed Meek Mill, uh-uh, nope, no thank you. Anyway, um... Or I also, that's not a story for this podcast. That's a podcast for Damn It After, that's a story for um, Damn It After Dark. Uh, next, he goes, 
tell me why this homeboy started to roll a tiny ass joint with ba- barely anything in it and he got still stoned. Then he offered me beer and it was half empty. Okay, so he started to play some trash European club music to set the mood. So we started making out and homeboy had the driest lips. Oh no. Uh uh, that's nasty. Like the Sahara Desert. Then he asked me if I had a condom, and I was like, "Nah, I don't have play. I didn't plan on having sex today, and this was your idea." So wherever we improvised, and homeboy then tells me he has a glasses fetish, <laughs> so tells me to put on glasses, and I was like, "Okay, um, what am I doing here?" But I let her along with it anyway. And homeboy got way too excited at the sight of glasses. That fluid went flying literally everywhere. And then he asked me to spend the night that he would make Nutella sandwiches. Ooh. (laughs) I was so over it at that point. Homeboy wasn't even good. Needless to say, I ran out of there and blocked him afterwards because he wouldn't stop hitting me up. Ew, why are the creep, like, why are creepy guys the worst? That's nasty. I would be able to do that. Ah, and then next one. This is our last one. Uh, my worst hookup ever was when I was in 10th grade. I had a crush on... Oh, this is Faith. She wanted me to use her name, so shout out to Faith. Um, my worst hookup ever was when I was in the 10th grade. I had a crush on this boy named Audrey. He was popular, a football player, and a senior. So I always stared at him in the hallways and made sure I passed him in the hallways. So I stared at him and passed him in the hallways. So one day, I was with my BFF at the time, and we went to a mutual friend's party, and my crush Audrey was there. So at some point during the party, Audrey and I taking a, ended up talking, and I had a drink or two, so I'm not shy. I'm letting it all out, and I'm telling him that I think he's cute and that I have a crush on him. So basically, at this point, I'm trying to get some dick. So we are all still in the hallway, and my friend wants to leave, and Audrey asked me to stay, and he kisses me. In my head, I'm like, oh, I'm G, bitch, you're about to have his baby and be a football housewife next thing you know he pulls back and throws up all over me and himself ah yuck oh my god then he had the nerve to ask me to stay and to go back in the party covered in his vomit to tell his friends that he was sick till this day he doesn't remember throwing up on me oh yuck send you my dry cleaning bill sis no thank you okay now i guess i have to share mine now right hmm I think my worst hookup experience was when uh, a guy, he lived in Wayne. And this was when I was over, like, Christmas break. I know, spring break last year. Whenever it was cold, I think. And he lived in Wayne, and he opened the door. He has to be, like, 19. He, like, looked at me, like, looked up and down. And he was like, I guess. And then I was like, okay. So I go into, the, like, his house. He has a dog, two dogs, and they was barking like they were barking really, really loudly. He was just like, "Shut up, shut the fuck up!" And I'm like, "Uh, mm. <laughs> like I should have been there, like right when he said, "Shut the fuck up" to dogs that were barking because somebody that they did know were were entering the space. I should have dipped, but I didn't because I was being stupid. Um, so <laughs> I go upstairs, and he like wasn't into making out, but he's watching like Sons of Anarchy or some shit like that. And he was like, did you want any Vaseline? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And then he starts taking out. I don't know if it was like a powder. It was something. But he was like, did you want to like, did you want to puff? No, 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 no. Did you want to sniff? And I'm like, I have to go. And I bolted out. And I could have swore that the dogs were going to like go and bite me or do something because they were just so loud throughout the whole thing. I didn't see that. Oh, he had like the Superman symbol, like 
on his arm. It was on his right arm. And I was like, mm, I don't, that's not attractive. Like so on your right, like in front of you, like literally like on your, on his hand, like not on the palm, but like on the other side of the palm. What's the, the opposite of the palm? The heel? No, that's on your foot. I sound like an idiot. But it was on the other side of that. But that was like my worst thing. I like asking you questions. I like, you know, hearing hearing your genuine stories. I'm I'm gonna keep doing this. All right, next is um the damn it part. Uh we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Um Damn it, Louis C.K. Now, if you know me, you know that I am a fan of comedy and it's been tough because of these past few weeks. Um, a lot of not actually, no, it's just been tough because a lot of comedians go through like depression and shit. And um this week, I believe it was Thursday. It was a Thursday, yeah. It was Thursday where uh, a story was gonna break that. Louis C.K. was going to be one of the next big people to be, uh, a, what is it? Accused. There we go. I couldn't even think of the word. Accused of sexual assault. And it was true. He, uh, the New York Times broke a story on Thursday of five cases of Louis C.K. Being, uh, being somebody that uh, sexually harassed a few people. Now, apparently, like, there were rumors, allegedly, there were rumors in Hollywood of Louis C.K., like, having a problem, but it wasn't addressed because he was big and at the top of his game, and people liked him because he was, like, a big, genuine comedian. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. So, one of the stories in, in 2002, comedy duo Dana Goodman and Julia Wolf said they met Louis C.K. in his hotel room together after the show at the Aspen Comedy Festival. They thought he was joking when he asked if he could, as the Times puts it, take, house, take out his penis. Then he stripped naked and masturbated while the two women sat paralyzed. Uh, comedian Abby Schnarr called CK to invite him to a show, and he started describing sexual fantasies and breathing heavily, she told the newspaper. Uh, comedian Rachel Corey said Louis CK asked if he could masturbate in front of her dressing room. She said no, and CK told her he had issues. Um, a woman who wished to me an anonymous said that she worked on the Chris Rock show while Louis CK was a uh, producer there, and CK repeatedly asked her to watch him masturbate. She agreed. Um... The encounter happened in his office during the weekday. She described the experience as an abuse of CK's power. Uh, CK previously declined to comment on the allegations against him before the accusers were public. You can't touch stuff like that, he told Vulture in 2016. My thing is, is that I try to speak to the work whenever I can, just to the work and not to my life. This September, he told the New York Times' Kara Buckley, one of the reporters who broke Thursday stories, that the allegations were rumors. They're rumors. That's all it is, he said. Um, after five female comics accused Louis C.K. of inappropriate behavior involving masturbation, he admitted that the story was true. Uh, he expressed remorse and used his power irresponsibly, his statement, and other... Um, elements of the like was were kind of offensive, but he just said dick. Uh, I'm just gonna read the statement. Um, these stories are true. At the time, I said to myself that what I did was okay because I never showed a woman my dick without asking first, which is also true. But what I learned later in life, too late, is that when you have power over another person, person asking them to look at your dick isn't a question. It's a predicament for them. The power I had over these women in that they is that they admired me, and I well did that power irresponsibly. 
At the time, I said to myself that what I did was okay. Oh, wait, no, I just said that. Whoops. Um, yeah, now, um, HBO cut ties with him as the story broke. Uh, all his stand-up routines were deleted from the network. You can't find them on HBO Go, HBO Now, On Demand, nothing. They're gone. Uh, his movie that he wrote, produced, directed, and starred in called I Love You, Daddy was scheduled to have its premiere in New York City on Thursday night, but was canceled. Uh, the distributor, The Orchard, which was like a small company, they paid $5 million for the rights of the movie. $5 million. Uh, but they canceled the release entirely. They said it's not going to be released anytime soon. Um, and the movie was controversial itself. Like there were some people in it, uh, saying the N word, white people saying the N word in it, apparently. And, uh, it, it showed a character master, like miming masturbating in front of a woman, which sounds like familiar to what we talked about. A uh, Netflix canceled their second stand up project with him, uh, universal and illumination entertainment who made the secret life of pets, which is a wonderful movie. I love it. Uh, it was animated, had Kevin Hart as like that cute little bunny, um, Jenny Slee. It was really funny. Uh, they said that he will not be returning for the sequel. Uh, he will not be returning to the sequel for the movie. It made $875 million worldwide. Um, in a statement obtained by ABC News, FX announced that they will be canceling the overall deal with FX production had with his production company and terminated his job as pro executive producer on the four shows that he was executively producing, Better Things, Baskets, One Mississippi, and The Cops. And he will no longer be receiving payment, will, will no longer be receiving payment from the network. Now, the whole thing that pisses me off about it is like, all these stories, all these stories involves white males masturbating in front of people and not even like women. Like, are you what is the point of you jerking off in front of somebody? Like, I'm going to be very graphic, not even graphic, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it because it's disgusting. But like, why is it a thing? Like jerking off is something that you do by yourself because you can't find like not even because you can't find you do it by yourself it's a whole point of getting like yourself off like i don't i don't get it i i don't like why do you need why are you doing it in front of a woman why are you doing it in front of women plural can you not like the whole point is to do it by yourself i just don't that's what puzzled me about this whole thing like a lot of them are asking to if they want to watch them in the shower or if they can if they can ask women to watch them while they jerk off but it's just like no why <laughs> no we don't know if you jerk off in front of a woman like it, it, I just think that shit is weird and I don't want it. Like, I, it just sucks because these people that I wanted to work with, Brett Ratner was in the news. He produced Wonder Woman. Like, he, uh, like, is in the process of producing all these movies for Warner Brothers. And reportedly, Gal Gadot isn't going to do a Wonder Woman sequel unless his name is off of it, which is. Shout out to the real Wonder Woman. Shout out to Gal Gadot. We love you here at Damn It. Yes, bitch. She was like, no, if he's producing this, then I'm not having any parts of it, which is, and that's just it. And that truly is it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, you talk about power? Yes. 
Um, but that's honestly one thing that I don't get. Louis C.K., you've been a fan of mine. I love your comedy. I think we kind of have, like, the same comedy. He talks about, like, real-life issues and, like, shit that he's been with. Um, I do think his apology and his quickness were sincere. It wasn't like Kevin Spacey. It wasn't like Harvey Weinstein. It wasn't like any of that. It was genuinely, like, he felt bad about it because he knew about the shit that he had done. And it's just poor. Um, I think, I hope that he bounces back from this, but it's going to take a while. It really is just going to take a while. Uh, he had, I feel bad, super bad for his kids that are dealing with this shit. Um, white men are, y'all are just crazy. Y'all are, eh, ugh, yuck, yuck, no thank you. But I like white guys, so, uh, I don't know. Um, but that's honestly, that's just the biggest thing there. Were, I read something about George Takei being mentioned too. And that just makes, I don't, I have to read up on it, but Louis C.K. I'm disappointed. And I don't know. I don't understand why these people just can't jerk off by themselves and not have somebody watch them. Cause that's weird. I don't want to watch you jerk off. Like, I don't, why, what does that do for me? Like, why do I have to look at that? What pleasure am I going to get out of that? What pleasure are you going to get? No, no. I don't mess with demons anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired. But um, thank you to listening for everyone. I want to give a shout out to um my friends that, I, once again, that have just supported me over the past couple of weeks by listening to this. Like, I love you so much. To um Genevieve, to Rob, Kelia, uh, Sherlyn, like, all my friends, that Faith, obviously, Naja, like, that come to me and tell me all the things that I should do better on, that I should improve on, like, I love you so much, to Gabe, um, my staff, my for staff at Forest, who has been so, like, just helped me out through so much this year, like, Gabe, you're a wonderful person, and I'm so glad to have you in my life, and, um, one, somebody, oh, I forgot her name, but she lived in Australia, and found me on Twitter, and told me that she was looking forward to the podcast, and is, like, listening, and that, like, made me cry, and I put it on Facebook, and honestly, like, you don't know how much this means to me, and I am just so blessed, and, Oh, it just makes my heart hurt, uh, hurt and feel so full. And it just gives me hope. Like, I'm really proud of this. And thank you so much. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I, I'm going to make it December 1st. So save your coins. Uh, $5 will go a long way. Um, Miss G and K-Rob, obviously, you guys, you stay getting things. Like, I should just have, like, a button that just, when I press it, it says your name. Because I'm going to be saying it, like, during every episode. But... Just thank you to everybody that has supported me along the way throughout this. Um, and I'm going to continue working at that poor retail establishment because I need the money. Um, let's talk about next week. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. I will have my review for Reputation ready. I listen to it. I'm going to listen to it a couple more times. I'm going to be taking notes while I listen to it. Like, I'm just fucking ready for it. And no pun intended. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. Um, yes, have a good week. Bundle up, stay warm, and I will talk to you later. Wait a